This podcast is made possible by Sage Intact and U.S. Bank. Hello, this is Paul Lawville, CFO of ProofPoint, and you're listening to the CFO Thought Leader Podcast. This is episode number 268. How is a finance leader, are you driving driving change in your organization? How are you driving change within your organization? In this episode, we speak to Kathleen Block, CFO of Cytosorbents Corporation. So I knew I was going to have to use everything I've learned in my past experience to be able to support the company's strategies from a finance standpoint. In my current role, I have to be able to articulate with complete confidence to investors what the sales ramp is expected to look like, how much money we will need to raise, and when we expect to break even among other metrics. So that's really at the core what I feel is the most important part of my role as a finance leader here at Cytosorbens. Listen to our complete interview with Kathleen after these words from our sponsor. It's a question every growing business must answer. How do you scale your organization to accommodate growth while reducing risk? Sage Intech provides the instant visibility into deep operational and financial requirements that inform decision-making when scale is top of mind. By automating error-prone manual tasks and allowing your team to focus on the analysis of more accurate information, Sage Intech provides the visibility required to confidently scale your organization. Sage Intact is the only AICPA preferred provider of cloud financial management software. Hello, we're speaking to Kathleen Block, CFO of Cytosorbents Corporation, a New Jersey-based critical care immunotherapy company. Kathleen was recently named CFO of the year by New Jersey Biz in the public company category. Kathleen, welcome. Oh, thank you, Jack. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me to the interview. Well, we're happy to have you now. Cytosorbents is today well-known in the blood uh, purification technologies realm. Its offerings today help control inflammation experienced by uh, cardiac surgery patients. Uh, But before we learn more about uh, Cytosorbents, let's find out a little bit about you, Kathleen, and how you came to be a finance leader. What would you share with us? Oh, thanks, Jack. You know, I came into accounting in the traditional way. Uh, I secured an accounting degree from LaSalle University in Philadelphia, and then I obtained my CPA license, quite the norm. And my first job right after college was as as an auditor for KPMG. Back then, they were known as Pete Marwick. And I knew right away I didn't like that job, uh, where you were looking at accounting work mostly done by other people. But I did like going to different businesses and learning about them, and I had a strong desire to help contribute to something, to really be a part of something, and this desire I knew wasn't going to be satisfied in the auditing venue. Um, But that auditing experience did give me the opportunity to talk to many CFOs and controllers in a wide range of businesses, and these were people I looked up to, and as they explained their struggles with finance and business problems, that seemed very exciting to me. And so right from the very beginning of my career, I knew I wanted to become a CFO. 
Another factor that truly shaped my outlook in finance was that at my first true accounting job after Pete Marwick, I was fortunate to have a CFO who counseled me, get out of the details. You need to spend more time focusing on businesses' goals, on what I'll call the big picture. You know, Kathleen, I see here one of your earlier uh, tours of duty as a CFO and a COO was at a uh, perhaps a Windows uh, manufacturing company or installation company. Can you um, share with us how you entered pharmaceuticals, which would seem like an entirely different world? Um, yeah, there was quite a difference there, Jack. And, and really, you know, I've been so fortunate. I think my experience at KPMG really gave me the confidence to recognize that my skills could be used in many different businesses. So, I've been in hazardous waste, I've been in banking, I've been in window manufacturing, I've been in pharmaceuticals, and now most recently, um, medical devices. And uh, really, I don't, there are experts, right, in how to manufacture the medical device, there were experts in how to manufacture windows, I didn't do that, um, but I was able to apply the same principles in terms of solid reporting systems, good results, setting budgets and goals with the management team uh, that are really successful no matter what the particular company uh, is working on. When you did change industries, um, were there certain contacts? Were there contacts in the private equity world? Were there contacts just locally? I know you were, were you based in New Jersey, I suspect, and maybe you were able to network locally. How were you able to build the contacts to make that leap? Yeah, so, um, you know, you mentioned earlier that I, I just recently received the New Jersey Public Company uh, CFO of the Year Award, and I have been working in New Jersey for more than 25 years now. So I have contacts that include the accounting community, um, the banking community, uh, as well as business leaders. And I try to stay very active uh, within uh, the, the state and within the associations related to the accounting profession. So it was actually a banker who suggested that uh, I... She knew of me from my work at Silverline and had recommended that the pharmaceutical company Laureate Biopharmaceutical in Princeton, New Jersey, take a look at me. So that was how I made that leap over. So tell us a little bit about Cytosorbent uh, today. And I know its primary product I see here on the site is known as Cytosorb. Yeah, so I've been here at Cytosorbents for about three and a half years now. And as you mentioned, we're a company with a blood purification filter known as Cytosorb, and that's used to treat patients found in intensive care units around the world who are suffering from organ injury and septic shock due to an overzealous immune system response. And Jack, these are the sickest of the sick patients for whom right now no medical treatment is currently available. So our device that we manufacture in New Jersey is CE Marks approved, and we are currently marketing it in Europe and 42 countries around the world, but not yet in the United States. So, so where are we in the States with the introduction? Yeah, so we have just completed a small pivotal trial, uh, which the FDA asked us to conduct. We are analyzing the statistics now, and we expect to meet again with the FDA in early 2017 to get approval for a 
more extensive, probably 300 to 500 patient clinical trial, which would lead towards approval of the device in the United States. But in the meantime, our sales are growing over in Europe. We've reached about $8 million in annualized sales right now, which is a very small number, but to go from zero to $8 million in about three years' time is, is pretty significant. And um, we're marching towards break-even, even without the United States approval. Okay, so you just gave us sort of a clue as to uh, what metrics are likely uh, most important uh, for you these days, but what else would you tell us? What other metrics are you uh, paying close attention to? Okay, so number one, number two, and number three are sales growth. Um, That's really, really been what's important to us. And then, yes, beyond that, we're looking at our progress towards United States FDA approval and also developing strategic partners throughout the world that we've been able to attract, and they've been helping us to market Cytosorb. Now, as you you mentioned the company has now grown to 60 people. It was a lot smaller when you first joined. But from a finance team perspective, what's been added? And we know it's still early, given the, given the, the growth potential here. Yeah, so um, right now we have myself and two and a half other uh, team members. The, the key one there is our controller, and it's actually someone who I've worked with uh, for many years. In fact, he was the controller at that window company when I was CFO there. Um, we also have recently added a senior accountant, and we have part-time uh, accounts payable and also consulting help that we rely on. Now, Cytoserban is a uh, publicly held company today. I'm not sure if your earlier roles uh, were with publicly held firms, but what sets this firm apart as far as the uh, finance leadership role for you? Um, Yeah, so some of my other companies were publicly traded, but so I have experience with SEC reporting that I brought to Cytosorbents. What's different about Cytosorbents, though, is that we are always in fundraising mode. So um, the other companies were more fully funded and operating in uh, profits. We have our trials to fund. We're still trying to reach break even. So we're always going out and trying to introduce new investors to Cytosorbents. So what's really interesting is that that is really where I probably spend 40 to 50% of my time. So I knew I was going to have to use everything I've learned in my past experience to be able to support the company's strategies from a finance standpoint. In my current role, I have to be able to articulate with complete confidence to investors what the sales ramp is expected to look like, how much money we will need to raise, and when we expect to break even among other metrics. So that's really at the core, what I feel is the most important part of my role as a finance leader here at Cytosorbens. Okay, Kathleen, we now come to our mentoring round where I get to ask you uh, several quick questions intended to help inspire and advise uh, future finance leaders. What's one thing that's exciting you about finance and business today? Oh, that it's always changing, and more importantly, that it's becoming so global in nature. Um, you know, we, I believe in the tenet of lifelong learning and in the CFO job, I think that uh, you, you are constantly learning as a result of the job and you, uh, you really have the opportunity to have a broad and diverse uh, understanding of world economics. 
Is there something you wish someone had told you before you began or entered the CFO office? I guess I would I would say um, don't be afraid to fail. Just keep moving forward. Accept uh, those moments where things didn't work out the way that you want it. Learn the most that you can from them and just keep moving forward. What personal habit do you believe has contributed to your professional success? Um, I think participating in professional organizations, um, not just CPA organizations, but CFO roundtables, bankers, uh, forums, etc. So in, I've been tried to be very active within my peer group here in the state, and as a result, I always feel that there's someone I can reach out to if I have a particular problem. It's interesting. Many finance leaders and I think it's pretty widely known, are not terrific networkers. What would you, uh, what piece of advice would you offer them? Yeah, so, you know, I, I guess I just had to force myself to accept the invites and go. And I think, you know, as a CPA, the invites are always there. My time that I spend in in these functions uh, is sometimes less. Uh, now, I try to spend much more time in them than I did earlier in my career where I think the, the work um, and, and proving that uh, we could get everything done that we needed to was, was uh, more important. Now I really recognize the value of these events and how they broaden my network as well as uh, my knowledge base. Is there a book you'd recommend to aspiring finance leaders? You know, I think every person in accounting or finance should read The Smartest Guys in the Room. It's the story of Enron. It's a very scary story, but I believe it's more interesting and gripping than most fiction that's out today. Uh, That, of course, was written by Bethany McLean and Peter Alkino, and I think it's just great reading. Finance thought leaders don't go anywhere. We're about to ask our finance leader guest for their business priorities over the next 12 months. But first, permit us 30 seconds to thank our sponsor. You want smart, clear, and honest guidance to help you meet the financial goals of your middle market business. With U.S. Bank, you have a partner who will help you find the right solutions to help your organization reduce payment costs, enhance control, improve cash flow, and expand your spend visibility. U.S. Bank's dedication to making ethical decisions and doing the right thing is at the heart of what they do, and their efforts haven't gone unnoticed. They've been named a 2017 World's Most Ethical Company for the third consecutive year by the Ethisphere Institute. To learn more, visit uspayment.com slash middle market. What are your priorities as a finance leader over the next 12 months? Number one would be to make sure that my company is adequately capitalized uh, so that we can move ahead with our FDA trials and make sure that we complete that important milestone. Um, that is, is number one. <clears throat> number two would be to make sure that I have adequate resources to be able to take care of all of the SEC reporting and other financial reporting uh, that we have to do. We take that job very seriously, uh, our credibility there. Kathleen Block, thank you for joining us on CFO Thought Leader. It was my pleasure, Jack. Thank you. 
Hi, it's Jack. At CFO Thought Leader, we're interested in hearing from you. We want to find out what you would like to hear more of or less of. And so we've created an ever-so-short survey in order to learn from you. The survey is now available right on CFOThoughtLeader.com's homepage. It's open to career finance executives of every rank. Meanwhile, it's that time of year again. CFO Appreciation Day is quickly approaching, and we are once more firing up our kiln and making our CFO Thought Leader Mug 2019 edition available to survey takers who enlist two or more of their finance team members to complete the survey. We'll mail you our also coveted CFO Thought Leader Mug at zero cost. So visit us at CFOThoughtLeader.com and give us an earful. We would greatly appreciate it. Some rules and restrictions may apply. Thank you.